Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Time for Attitude of Gratitude, the big or little things in life that you're grateful for. Jump on in on the conversation. one 975 What are you grateful for? Let's fire it up first with the one and only Laura Geddes. I am grateful for travel. Not that I've done a whole lot of traveling the last little while, like most people haven't. However, I was hanging out with my friends and uh, we traveled to Europe together a couple years ago. And I was hanging out with her now husband because they met on our flight to Denmark. What? Wow. Yeah. Cool. So I'm so grateful for all those moments. He's actually a flight attendant. And it turns out that they sh- he was a flight attendant on a, a flight that she took like 10 years ago, too, with her newborn. And she remembers him helping with her baby. Um, totally wild situation. But anyway, they met because of the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend's soccer jersey he was wearing because this flight attendant also happened to be Brazilian. <laughs> That's how the whole story played out. We I saw them it. yesterday. Uh, they got surprise married a couple months ago, so it was nice to say, you know, the secret pandemic eloping. Yeah. Very trendy right now. 2021 trend. Uh, anyway, so I'm grateful for travel because you meet the coolest people. And sometimes they're your friends for life or your friends marry them. I love that. Amazing. Backstage, Ben, what are you grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for Backstage Barlow, and I was going to wait till off air to break the news to Laura, but um, the pillow that we named after you, has not been getting any rest since his Oh neuter- my gosh, ew, Barlow. <laughs> Calm down, man. Backstage Barlow got neutered on Friday morning and has not <laughs> laid down <laughs> since. He has not rested. He has not stopped uh, Ew. relations with this giant pillow that we've named Laura. <laughs> Instead of slowing down, it's like they put a turbo button in there. Yeah, they have ramped him up so much. I have no idea what's going on. It's been, it's been back and forth between hilarious and also very frustrating. <laughs> you should call a vet. Did you add two testicles? <laughs> this is a lot of testosterone <laughs> with my really dog. I think that's what's happening. Oh right my there. gosh, I'm sorry. I'm just picturing a four testy dog. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so you're grateful for your I'm super horned for up it, dog. For my boy. But holy, wow. Holy. Um, I'm anti-grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an anti out of grat. That's mine. For me, it's the uh, the simple smells of fall with the windows open and the combo of yes. baking and cooking. My house had uh, there was cinnamon. There was a smell of pumpkin. Sarah fired up a homemade apple pie for dinner oh. last night. Uh, and then I was cleaning up the backyard ever so slightly, looking at it with uh, greater intention than actual, you know, following through. So I thought, well, I'll make a fire. What's more fall than a bonfire? Yeah. So all the smells, it was it was great. No. I know that we lit up the fire table yesterday yeah, too. Yeah, it's glorious. I know that Jeff, you're a candle guy for the sense of it, right? Yep. Like the, the smell. Yeah. I'm a candle guy for the lovely glow. So yesterday during football, this is like completely polar opposites <laughs> of my personality. During football, I redid. I put new batteries in all of our like we've got like forty of those flameless candles. Yeah. <laughs> and so I put them all on, and then I waited until it just started to get dark, and I was like hitting the timer on all of them so they all fire up at the same time every night. <laughs> and you just get a can of spray. Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Put down all the books you've been buying about finance and online. Yeah, TikTok's been a good resource for a lot of people with basic understanding of the stock market and investing. And hey, okay, you just get a grasp on that. And then they introduce cryptocurrencies. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, that, that's fine. Right now, there is something that is doing better than Warren Buffett and, in fact, the S&P 500. Mr. Mr. Gox is a hamster 
who works out what is possibly the most high-tech hamster gauge in existence. So this cage, the way it's set up, so he runs on a hamster wheel. He can select among dozens of cryptocurrencies. So it starts off, he selects which one he wants to trade. And he does this by going to two different tunnels. And then depending on which direction he goes in, dictates does he buy or does he sell. He's got a Twitch page, so you can oh watch him. <laughs> of course. And yes, it is real money. So... Is it a real hamster? Yeah, we're, we're not telling you to follow the hamster's financial decisions or that process as any sort of, sort of scientific way, but here's what we can tell you. His portfolio is up 20% since June. Since September 12th, he's performing better than Bitcoin itself. Crazy. The NASDAQ 100, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, and the S&P 500. So, so he's just gambling on a hamster. Yeah, well, the, no, the hamster is making the actual... He is the one buying and selling and trading cryptocurrency. The hamster is. Okay, uh, what is this Twitter account? I, I need to see this. Yeah, I, will, I will pop it up. And it, this is... It's, in, it's pure insanity. And this is on the heels of back in 2017, someone started investing based on Trump's tweets and actually did pretty well based on random businesses and ideas and things he talked about. So this isn't the first time, nor will it be the last, but well, you always recommend going with an investing professional. Doesn't it seem crazy that a hamster has made 24% return on the year? Now, <laughs> Does that freak anybody else out? Well, one, I can tell you it is a good reason to actually have a hamster as a pet now. There you go. There's one good reason. That's it. That's the end of the list. But also, I think it also goes to prove that just like your fantasy sports teams, you cannot make those picks with emotion. Hamster doesn't care what you're trading or selling. Hamster True. doesn't care that they did really well for you over the past couple of years. Hamster's going to get rid of that. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Hamster just felt like running counterclockwise and uh, <laughs> made $18,000 today. <laughs> so good luck if you're going to get into animals to uh, try uh, beefing up that stock portfolio. Could uh, could we catch one of the mice running around our building and then make that <laughs> <laughs> Our stock special. rodent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I'd say wedding season upon us. Well, it is. Everyone's rushing to try to make up for lost time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Caterers have never been busier. Venues, halls, and fields. So I was part of a... Just, <laughs> it was a beautiful wedding on, on, on Saturday. Just kind of northeast outside in the country in London. And, uh, you know, the numbers fell in line. It was it was It was good. In regards to size, it wasn't crazy full, but yeah. So there were, I can't even guess. It was between eighty and a hundred ish. I don't know. Whatever the numbers were allowed for the venue size, they matched those numbers. So that being said, the rain stopped. We were facing west. The sun just lingering there. Oh, it was good. just beautiful. Bride and groom, everybody looked magical. Little kids, you know, flower petals. You've been there. It's picturesque. They go through the vows. They have a laugh. The pastor, you know, he was, he loved hearing himself talk a little bit. There were a couple of stories that oh, everybody no. was doing the, where's this going? Where, where's this going? Normally they blend in a little analogy to what it's like to be married. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. there's some dad jokes in there. Ha, yeah, ha, ha. Yeah. So he gets near the end. <clears throat> the pastor, just kind of the, the tail end of the vows and says, and do you, Tom, take Angela uh, 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 Christine. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's never good. Quick little slip, right? Except when Angela is the name 
of your ex-wife. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, buddy. As that happened, the heads that went left, right, as quick as possible to see, did everybody else hear that, too? Everybody heard it. Yeah. Did did they use the same pastor for both weddings? Uh, No. What? So we found out after the fact... Again, let's go back to the early part of this conversation. Everyone's busier, including those that handle ceremonies. This was the third wedding of the day for the pastor. The there previ- just happened to be an Angela oh my on oh his my roster gosh. of what names. What are the odds? Oh my god! That's just it. Wow. Now it was you know, a little chuckle, ha ha ha, with, with because again, Brian Groom knew, and I would say eighty to ninety percent of those in attendance are the <gasps> yeah. Did you just see what? Oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> the first adult wedding like I ever attended, like on my own, I went to a work. It was my boss actually was getting married yeah. for the second time, and his dad said the ex-wife's name oh, in the speech. Oh! And everybody, I remember I looked. I was a butcher, so we're not the classiest group of people, and we all went. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he did. <laughs> but it was, you know what is great? It was wonderful fodder because then uh, when the wedding party was off doing photos and we were doing the little mingle and have a cocktail and, and uh, some snacks and happies, people were like, oh my God, did you? Oh, was <laughs> it, was, it was so fun. It was so fun. Oh, it, man. Yeah. And you know, you know people who are still friends with the groom and the ex-wife. They're going to be texting her and be like, guess what happened at oh, your ex's yeah. wedding? <laughs> You know. Parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a ton of fun, and uh, congratulations to Tom and Christine. Yes, Christine, Chris, right? Christine, yes, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> Checks notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was the MC, but thankfully, <laughs> you know me in name slips. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've known Christine for years. I was not messing that one up. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. I would like to start today's help desk by sharing the dad joke, which is in our help desker's name, because I think both of you would appreciate this. Today's help desk is from Travis Barker. Get hey. it? We're about to talk about a barking dog. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you can send in your help desk and make up your own name, whatever you'd like it to be on our website, virginradio.ca. Travis Barker says, there is a dog in my neighborhood that is barking from sunrise to sunset. It's not my direct neighbor's dog. It's not even the back neighbor's dog. This dog barks so loud and constantly all day. Is it weird to go on a hunt for where it actually lives? At the same time, I prefer to mind my own business, but I'm genuinely concerned for this dog. I think they just let it sit in the backyard by itself all day. I'd also post on my neighborhood Facebook group, but I don't want my profile attached to any kind of neighbor drama. Has anyone else dealt with this kind of thing? Again, Travis Barker. Yes. Yes, I have. Be an adult and go speak to the person and say the dog is barking. That's what happened because, so, in many cases, it was not too far down the road from where I live, and neighbor Rick was the guy who went to their house and said, so you're aware, your dog barks nonstop all day. The person, not having been at home, doesn't know. So it, it could, it's not even a carelessness thing. It's a, well, I don't know. I'm not at home yeah. and I don't know my dog is barking. Yeah. Right? I've seen enough Husky accounts on TikTok yeah. that they had no idea. It was like, Rah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a day. murder scene in there. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all it, like, you just stand up a little bit and have 
at least a little, like, nut up a bit. Be an adult. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Before you run to your community Facebook page. Yeah. Just try to find that neighbor. Uh, I'm mm. trying to go through bylaw right now in Waterloo Region just to see. Yeah, do you call bylaw off the first interaction? I always find that's kind of icky. People are so afraid of other people. Go speak face to face or through the door or whatever. Just go do it. Like it's again, you, you, it's the way that you approach it is how your neighbor is going to take it. Mm-hmm. If you're if you go up and you're like, your damn dog won't shut up, and you, you come aggressive, they may respond that way. But hey, just a heads up, you probably don't know this, but your dog barks all day. And if they respond like a jerk, by law, then yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, then like by law is a good, I feel like second option. But if you do that right off the bat, I just feel like that's a little. It's a little unfriendly, you know? It's unfriendly, but again, it's this whole anonymous thing. It's like, you don't want to have your name attached over the internet. You don't want to go face-to-face. Like, come on. If this is that big of an issue, then make a stand. Put on your adult shoes. Yeah. Your adult confidence, and you walk down there, and a nice little knock on the door. Hey, neighbor. Bring a box of milk It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun that you like don't know which house technically has the dog barking too because it's not it's just in your neighborhood. It's kind of like geocaching, yeah. but a really adult the, and serious version of it. The easiest geocaching ever. If you can hear it down the road, you'll probably be able to pinpoint it pretty yeah. easily. <laughs> warmer, warmer, yeah. warmer. Just keep throwing treats over the fences and see when it stops for a little bit. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Travis Barker. Get it? Because it's about a barking dog. (laughs) Travis Barker says, There is a dog in my neighborhood that is barking from sunrise to sunset. It's not my direct neighbor's dog. It's not even the back neighbor's dog. This dog barks so loud and constantly all day. Is it weird to go on a hunt for where this dog actually lives? At the same time, I prefer to mind my own business. But I'm genuinely concerned for this dog. I think they must just let it sit in the backyard by itself all day. I'd also post on my neighborhood Facebook group, but I don't want my profile attached to any kind of neighbor drama. Has anyone else dealt with this? Travis Barker. A couple of different options. The first and most logical would be the one the backstage Ben brought up of just track, track the noise down and go knock on the door. Yeah. Speak to another human being. Hi. Because that, that's how we were supposed to have conversations face to face. Yep. The online empty, say what you want with no repercussions that... It's created a bunch of bad habits, and we've lost, I think, a lot of respect for one another and and how you should normally address other humans. So from there, leveling down, maybe, just maybe, you have a little bit of anxiety, okay? Talking to strangers isn't necessarily your bag. Would a letter in the mailbox be but well-written with some kindness in there? Yeah. Would that be accepted? Yeah. Now, yeah. You, you take the risk of that getting piled on with a bunch of other literal junk mail, flyers, etc. We want to wash your windows, vote for us, all that kind of garbage. So it may not get spotted by the person in the household that would make any change. So if you've got a teenager that their job is to handle the recycling, they're just going to grab it and toss it. So that letter will see no eyes. You could post us something on the door. You could... So, yeah, someone said, well, you need an address for the bylaw officer to arrive. You absolutely would. And then mm-hmm. there's the animal safety. Why is the dog barking? What's the root of it? Yeah. Do they miss their human? Do they not like being outside? Are they scared? And at worst, are they being abused? 
Yeah, and see that latter part is something that would concern me a little bit. Just like thinking you don't want if if that was the case, and hopefully it's not. Obviously, you go to the worst part sometimes, but you wouldn't want to cause any more problems for the dog at the same time, right? Agreed. Maybe, maybe you should walk your dog over to that house. Like for me, I would take Limbo that way, and I feel like if she was hanging out and just I, if just let her sit on the front yard until she starts to bark, <laughs> and then they'll get it. <laughs> it's. I think every parent has had that moment where your kid is little and they're just screaming and wailing, and you may be in the car and you just ah! <laughs> you join in. So yeah, maybe limbo barking on the front lawn. Yeah, like just bark back. You know what? It'd be more hilarious if you barked without having a dog. Just go in front. Get yourself on all fours. <laughs> then we get a help desk in a couple weeks saying my neighbor keeps barking at me. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Travis Barker. Get it? <laughs> you can send us a help desk and make up your own name or use your real name or use some... No, don't use someone else's name, actually. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can do that on our website, virginradio.ca. So Travis Barker is saying, there is a dog in my neighborhood that is barking from sunrise to sunset. It's not my direct neighbor's dog. It's not even my back neighbor's dog. This dog barks so loud and constantly all day. Is it weird to go on a hunt for where it actually lives? At the same time, I prefer to mind my business, but I am genuinely concerned for this dog. I think they just let it sit in the backyard all day. I'd also like to point out, uh, I'd also like to post on my neighborhood Facebook group, but I don't want my profile attached to any kind of neighbor drama. Has anyone dealt with this? Travis Barker. Interesting. Rather than uh, beat them, it's join them. A A text dropped in saying, so... This help desker could get some roosters like the guy in my neighborhood did. Uh, he was oh. fed up with the dogs barking all day, so he got roosters, which cockadoodle do pretty early in the morning. <laughs> Let them roam free in the backyard, and they'd actually, if you walked on the sidewalk by the fence, they would chase you down the fence line. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Until oh, bylaw awesome. was called, and then, well, at least they had a whole neighborhood to look after with dog barking and dogs barking and roosters. And No, I, I think adding extra fuel to this fire of annoyance is not what's required here. I've backstage been nailed it. You gotta go. Hi, neighbor. Maybe show up with a pie or something real friendly. Like mm-hmm. say, listen. And just you may not be aware. Um, however, your dog or dogs they make a ton of noise, and it's an all day affair. Now, what is the response if they're like, yeah? That's the issue. That's a, yeah. Uh, we did get a lot of text saying if they're home all day and this dog is truly barking from sunrise to sunset, then mm-hmm. they have to be aware of it. So then if you have a, you have a situation where there's no resolution, is it animal control first or bylaw? What is the first phone call you make? I think it's roosters. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, come on out of right field. <laughs> uh, no, because then you've got roosters. Now, at this point, you've got an, a loud noise in the distance. If you get roosters, they're right there. Yeah. I mean, you'll never sleep in again, though. That's true. That's you could become a billionaire by waking up way earlier than you need to go to work. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. No, it, it comes back down to the old-fashioned conversation. A letter in the mailbox might be that option, but again, there's no guarantee that that goes to someone's hands versus the recycle bin. Because if you've got someone who just grabs a mitt full every couple of days out of that... Oh, Benny. Yeah. You and your logic so early on a Monday. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage.
Stage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip on Virgin Radio. <sighs> Nick Cannon, man, it's good that he can open up to his therapist and be true like he has been to all the paparazzi when asked, you know, he's been asked, are you going to keep having kids? And he said, yes, 100%. Well, now he said <laughs> his therapist says that he should be celibate. <laughs> give it a try. Why Come not? on. Yeah. <laughs> give, it yeah. a, give it a week or two, yeah. would you? <laughs> yeah. So he said on Friday, he's talking to entertainment tonight. He said, I'm going to take a break from having kids. Notice how he said take a break. And I believe that. I truly believe that Nick Cannon will maybe he'll wait like 15 years, but he'll be like Mick Jagger. He'll just be like, all right, time to dust off the old weapon. And here we go. Jagger or George Foreman, given the amount that he's got. I know all the Georges. Yeah. Oh, really? How many George? He's got like 15 kids, doesn't he? Oh, Oh, man. Well, there you go. At least he's taking a break for now. I'm glad. I guess sometimes you just need the right person in your life to tell you the thing that everyone else has been screaming at you for the last little while. It turns out for him, that's his therapist. Sam Asgar, you speaking out against all of these Britney Spears documentaries. So remember last week, I was telling you about Netflix and their big announcement that they're having a Britney Spears documentary coming up. Well, this past weekend, another Britney Spears documentary dropped. This one... He is called Controlling Britney Spears. And it's a new documentary that was on FX talking about how, you know, you learn the same stuff in all of them. That Jamie Spears controlled everything about her life, blah, 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 blah. CNN is dropping another Britney Spears documentary. The New York Times is dropping another Britney Spears documentary. This is so, like... Lame. I have to say this. Like, why does every Netflix network think that this is a cool thing to do? Like, ugh. So anyway, uh, Sam Asghari is saying this isn't bad taste. The battle for Britney fans, cash, and conservatorship. That's the CNN one. He said, I'm hoping that this one will be respectful because, you know, it is by CNN. Uh, but the BBC dropped one, too. This reminds me of there's a the, like the direct to DVD movies of yeah. like beast versions of when snakes on a plane came out. There was snakes on a train, <laughs> like yeah. Sharknado or anything like that. Like these just horrible ripoffs of other legitimate movies. Yeah, it's like you know when that Bernie Sanders meme came out of him sitting on the chair. It was like the <laughs> first like a hundred were kind of funny, but then after that, it was like yeah. okay, like these things burn out very quickly, yeah, especially yeah, when sure. we all. Especially when Britney Spears doesn't approve any of them. Machine Gun Kelly got in a fight with, uh, well, a concert goer at his own concert. Yeah, he was singing in the crowd, and I guess somebody shoved him a little bit, and that's when he started to throw punches. The video is embarrassing. It just reminds me of, like, high school drama. It's it's pretty uh-huh. bad. Another moment from the same concert, from the same set, he started to sing, and a lot of fans started booing him. The headline will say he got booed off the stage. However, I'm not buying it, but there definitely was some heavy booing. <laughs> Well-timed. Uh, but Machine Gun Kelly says, no, that's totally being, you know, taken out of context on the internet. He had like 21,000 fans there singing along to his songs. And that part is true, too. So I really don't think he got booed off the stage. However, it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's using the, like, Trump way of saying, like, it's like, oh, it's the media's narrative against me. They're blah, blah, blah. Like, he's doing the fake fake news sort of the thing. media's narrative. No, it was on TikTok, honey. It was a 12-year-old. Yeah. Not the media's. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's always September, August into September, because you've got a lot of U-Hauls, a lot of new people to the city and to the region. In London, it's the Talbot Street Bridge. In Waterloo Region, the Park Street Rail Bridge. 
These bridges are they're old, some 60, 70 years plus. Mm-hmm. They are owned and then maintained by CN Rail, usually. And I can't say the bridge <laughs> struck again. I just say stupidity struck again. <laughs> On Friday afternoon, it happened. A fella, it looks, it was a straight up white delivery truck, so you can't even lean into it. It was a student or someone's dad driving, like, no, no, I'll make it. I saw for the tires took a couple of inches of air. No, Uh, no, 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 no. no. This truck, it was a two foot miss, minimum. Oh, yeah. This is when uh, you're a kid and you're in the garage and you take a hacksaw to a pop can. That's what it looks like. (laughs) It looks like somebody physically took a bite out of the corner of this truck. Yeah, you're right. It's like lost a fight with one of the Transformers. (laughs) This brings so much joy. Now, for those that have not ever been by the Talbot Street Bridge, on either direction, there are massive reflective signs. Then they, uh, years ago, they put up just about three feet on either side of the bridge before you arrive a massive archway that's made out of a really thick it's a steel i-beam essentially that has a massive sign that says the height of this is 3.3 meters they've also installed flashing lights to indicate low bridge ahead and it still uh, happens so i think maybe there's an issue because i'm looking i'm zooming into the sign on the park uh, street rail bridge in waterloo region yep i think this one only seems to get hit biannually because its clearance is 3.4 meters oh, oh boy it just skates right under there huh just just a little skirt skirt however the photo i'm looking at is a truck just absolutely stuck underneath it but it doesn't have the same effect as the talbot street bridge where Mm. It's not only do you get stuck, you get, <laughs> your truck becomes like, it's like a can opener. Yeah. And there's a little bit of a downhill. So like this fella, he was probably in three to four feet in top of the box was crumpled. Here's the thing. The only way they can get it out is they have to let out all the air out of the tires to put the vehicle down on the rims and also basically drag it out till it's unstuck. <laughs> the caught. How do you explain this to your insurance? I, I, I can't even imagine. This is... Do the people who engineered that bridge, do they get a bonus for every time a truck hits it no. and gets smushed underneath it and it doesn't, the bridge is totally fine every no. single time? I can't imagine that would be the they case. They should. But I, they, they, it was just built at times when a lot of service vehicles. Everything was smaller. Yeah. And, and really, if you go another 100 meters, you can go to a full intersection, make yeah, a right exactly. and get around. I got to say, I'm a little disappointed in Park Street. It's got to kind of step up its game because we've got the Talbot Street Bridge uh, Twitter account here in London. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it is incredible. It is really, really fun. They've made T-shirts. They say no trucks given since 1889. Yep. <laughs> uh, there's nothing. I can't find anything on the rail street on yeah. the uh, Park Street Rail Bridge. Well, it's because of that little bit of extra clearance. Maybe it's just not popping off as much. Yep. And someone Shame, did mention really. <laughs> you have to hit the reflective signs on either side of the bridge before you hit the bridge. <laughs> and people are still doing that. Like, what the hell is going on? But oh, uh, somebody who works for the railroad, they they have a wall of shame uh, of the bridge, oh, yeah. all the all the smashes. Yeah. I oh, put really? Some, yeah. I put some photos up. That is very fun. It should go on a shirt every time. Like this, this truck that was in it should be on the next Talbot Street shirt. Yes, definitely. Just as a consolation for completely ruining your own vehicle and probably your insurance premiums, <laughs> you should get a shirt. You should get a shirt. <laughs> a complimentary one. It's the least. It's like yeah. when you eat that four pound burger. Yeah. <laughs> I smashed my truck on the Talbot Street, Street Bridge. Bridge. All I got was this lousy t shirt. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio, Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben and Jeff. 
not me stuttering. We have Jeff on the line. Jeff's uh, working away at the trust plant. So we'll, we'll classify it under construction. I think that's a fair yep. assessment. Okay. But we're not doing that. How about this? Through the pandemic where people are, oh, I can't wait to get away from my family. Jeff's like, you know what? I, lo- I love spending time with the family. Oh. So sweet guy in that regard. And then we got into a little further conversation about some hobbies and stuff on the side. And then you brought up something that I don't think everyone, anyone has ever brought up. However, I want you to bring those by the radio station. We have a massive parking lot. And for fun, you like to mess around with what? Drift trikes. There's a group of us here in town that actually do it. Drift trikes. Laura, have you seen any of the videos on Instagram? A drift trike? Tri- so think of tricycle, like for the, like the little one you sit down on. The training like a, wheels. The three-wheeler. Like the three-wheeler yeah, as okay. a kid, but it's an adult version. And the tires are a little bit wider, right, Jeff, to keep it that you can, you know, flip when you go sideways. Yeah. Oh, oh my so gosh. Fun. Cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, please bring them by the station. We've got a huge parking lot, Jeff. We could we could race. We've got hidden. Nobody's here, so it's wide open. I know. We <laughs> yeah. have we have speed bumps, so I'm sure that'll double as a ramp. Oh, super yeah. fun. We, uh, sometimes, yeah. We um we'll get a rope, we'll tow it behind the Virgin uh, station vehicle and we'll get some real speed, see how high we can get Benny off a ramp. That, that would be fun. That would I'm be in. real hey, I'm fun. In. Yep. I'm cool with it. Okay, so we got that I'm aside. That. Uh, welcome to Beat Backstage, Ben. For uh, anyone who's brand new, it's incredibly straightforward. Jeff, our contestant, is going to have his three trivia questions first. Laura identified there is no theme today. All this while part of our setup is backstage. Ben heads out of the room into the soundproof hallway. And we'll turn it over to Laura Geddes. Okay, Jeff. Are you ready to Beat Backstage, Ben? I'm going to try Okay, first question. Which Williams sister has won more Grand Slam titles? Ooh, Serena. That's correct. Second question. Who did Forbes magazine name the the youngest self-made billionaire in 2019? Ooh. I'm going to say Zuckerberg. I don't know. Incorrect. I was looking for it. One of the most scandalous titles they've ever given, which would be Kylie Jenner. Ah, I don't follow them, so. (laughs) Okay. Third and final question, Jeff. Can you redeem yourself here? What is the largest muscle in the human body? The largest muscle would be the tongue. Oh, wait. That's the strongest. Uh, It's your butt. (laughs) What part of your butt, though? The gluteus maximus, I think it's called. That is correct. That is correct. Ooh. Impressive. That's that's a good one. And mm-hmm. the fact you needed to be real specific about the butt uh, was humorous. Yeah. And equally, I was mildly scared for what could have been a response. So, well, oh, well, well I'll read this little scripture for you. The gluteus maximus is the largest muscle in the human body. It is large and powerful because it has the job of keeping the trunk of the body in an erect posture. You straight from the text, fancy and facts. Okay, <laughs> let's bring Benny in. That was a, a good gameplay, Jeff. Two out of a possible Close three one. points. Benny, I really like Jeff's uh, Jeff Kelly's different range of Benny L's that he's had to do while I've been broadcasting from the studios in Waterloo. I'm trying. I'm sometimes you get a high pitch, sometimes you get a low growl. I equate it to I uh, think of when you go see an artist live in concert, like you everyone mm-hmm. has the normal Laura yell. Well, I can't mimic it exactly. That wouldn't be fair. So I'm just trying to do my variation oh, in, yeah, su- do your in thing. support of you. Whatever Benny yell tone suits oh, you best. That's funny what you're talking about. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jeff, would you like to trash talk Mr. Ben? Hmm. I don't know, man. 
I think he might not get that last one, but uh, good luck, Ben. He went uh, two for three, by the way, Max. Oh, you? very good. All right. Okay. Are you ready? You, Benny. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. It's my turn. Yeah. I don't know. Based on that little moment, I yeah. don't think you Maybe are. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> okay. First question. Which Williams sister has won more Grand Slam titles? I would think Serena. That's correct. Second question. Who did Forbes magazine name the youngest self-made billionaire in 2019? Ooh, scandalous. Um, Kylie Jenner. That is correct. Did they rec- they recanted it afterwards? They did recant it, but I asked who they named it, not yeah, who they okay. regretted. Okay. <laughs> Third and final question: What is the largest muscle in the human body? Uh, your glutes. What part of the glutes? Oh, oh, very specific. The gluteus maximus. Yep, oh. I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. A final Everybody, question. can we get a celebratory glute clench for Mr. Backstage Ben this morning? <laughs> Make Squeeze <a> clap. <laughs> Make <a> clap. <laughs> that was uh, that was a battle. I like it when we have those close calls. It was a three-two victory for yeah. Backstage Ben, and it came down well, to the ass. Well yep, and he did it. So well done. Yes, uh, but Jeff, it's it's uh, an admirable uh, win on Benny's part, or well, at least uh, a loss too for you. Two points out of three. It's pretty good showing. We've had a lot of zeros, and walking away with one, it might as well be a zero. Oh, I can deal with that. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Fall colors. For all those that, well, they love, if you love fall colors when the leaves are changing, you're actually, do you know you're actually called a leaf peeper? Oh, that's not a nice name. No. no. <laughs> you don't want to give, mm, Nope. If uh, So if you don't travel outside of the region in the next couple of weeks, I mean, we'll, it'll get there. You'll notice the leaves are changing color, and, that, and so be it. You've got your sugar maples, red maples, those go orange and red. Poplars and birch, those are mm. like a yellow off of that green, but they go orange in, in early to mid-October. But here's the update. So based on the data, southwestern Ontario, so this is taking in Waterloo region, Woodstock, London, and all the small towns in between. Our kind of peak that lasts about 7 to 10 days, October 15th. And that's a Friday. So a little Ooh. weekend drive. That's the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the 15th. All right, now, uh, Algonquin Park, they're ahead of schedule right now. Oh, no. Are yeah, they? Yeah, they're 30 to 50%. We They've got- often go up to Huntsville, where backstage Sarah's mom lives. Yep. We'll go there for Thanksgiving. And uh, it's always an incredible drive. It's a beautiful drive. It sure is, yeah. Algonquin Park right now is at 50% leaf fall, predominantly uh, red and orange right now. There's a whole, I didn't even, there was a whole thing on this. Database? Yeah. In Barrie, Horseshoe Valley, Aurelia, you're 10 to 40%. Green, red, yellow, Perry Sound. Like, so it's it's all across the region. But uh, you go a little bit further east in the province, usually that pops off first, And but they are way ahead of the game. That fall color report map has to be one of the most handy tools mm. if you do want to see when those colors are going to be popping off. I've never seen fall colors in Algonquin. Like, I've only seen them around the region. Because normally, like we talked about this on Friday, Waterloo Region, it's Oktoberfest. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> You're busy for the next, what, yeah. 14, 15 yeah. days right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so th- there's that map. For, again, if you don't want to go too far, you don't have to wait very long. You're a little over two weeks to, to witness that. But if you don't mind a bit of a drive, you travel further east, you can 
to pick up on some of those fall colors, and arguably you'll have the, the prettiest photos of all the bunch uh, that follow you on social media. Mm-hmm.